Welcome back to Rational Retriever Training, a podcast series where we focus on the why in retriever training. Today I want to talk about common mistakes I see folks make with puppies. Number one, repeating commands. It is human nature to repeat commands. For example, sit, sit, no, sit, sit, good. Why might this create a problem? The problem is pup learns that the human voice is background noise and obedience is often optional. We want to develop eager obedience. So one command should result in one response by pup. Number two, giving the wrong command. For example, yelling heel while Fido is pulling on a leash like an Iditarod mushing dog. What is pup learning? Either that the human voice is background noise or that heel means to pull way in front of the handler. Either way, both are wrong. Better to be quiet and get Fido under control first. Another example, pup sees and chases a squirrel in the park and the owner is yelling, no, 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 here, come, come here, no, here. Better to be quiet and run and catch up to pup rather than give a bunch of commands that are simply background noise. Number three, cheerleading. Cheerleading is a human nature that can be counterproductive. For example, cheerleading while a pup is slowly returning with a bird or a bumper. Why can this create a problem? Cheerleading may be interpreted by the pup as praise for returning slowly, so it is not likely to speed up his return. Better to be quiet and condition pup for a quicker return by running away from him or by first developing a quick return habit with short throws in a hallway before going outside in the field. Number four, ignoring a problem, expecting that it'll be solved as the pup matures instead of nipping the potential problem in the bud. For example, pup creeps. Oh, that's just his retrieving desire. We'll fix that when he's one years old. In general, it's much easier to solve a problem by nipping it in the bud than trying to solve that problem after it's been developed as an ingrained habit in the dog. Number five, creating a gun-shy pup by starting close to pup. No pup is born gun-shy Typically, this problem is created by the trainer. A more rational approach is to gradually introduce gunfire from a great distance. For example, have a thrower in a lawn-like environment throw a black and white bumper at 100 yards after clapping his hands. In the next training session, have the thrower do the same, but fire a toy cap gun at 100 yards. The next training session, have the thrower do the same, but fire a starter pistol at 100 yards. In the next training session, move up to 75 yards and have the retriever retrieve after the thrower fires a starting pistol at 75 yards. And gradually decrease the distance over many training sessions such that pup is super excited whenever that starter pistol goes off and he gets his retrieve reward. And then you would repeat the process with a slightly louder gun, like for example, a 22, a 20 gauge shotgun, and then finally a 12 gauge shotgun. 
Number six, stretching out marks too quickly. For example, a new owner is so proud of his three-month-old pup that it can do a 300-yard mark. Why can this be a problem? This often teaches pup to run to the thrower and hunt it up instead of pinpoint marking. So a more rational approach would be to have much shorter throws where the pup learns to focus on pinpoint marking and not run to the thrower and hunt it up. Number seven, pup trains the trainer. For example, pup relieved himself an hour ago and pup whines so the owner lets pup out of the kennel. Soon pup is whining whatever he wants out of the kennel. Another example, pup barks, the owner feeds pup and then thinks this is cute. A year later, pup is barking at incoming ducks over decoys. Another example, pup is not on a check cord and pup trains the owner to run after him while he has a bumper and plays keep away. Most retrievers are smart and will try to train the trainer to get what they want. Number eight, not accepting responsibility for the pup's behavior. Pup pees on the floor. It's the owner's fault for not taking pup outside on frequent intervals. Pup chews a running shoe. It's the owner's fault for allowing pup access to a running shoe. Try to train from the perspective that it's always your fault and not the dog's fault. Number nine, trainer gets frustrated or mad. This rarely helps and often leads to repeating commands, the puppy training the owner, and etc. The best trainers I know never ever get mad, but they do take control as they are the team leader. Once again, train from the perspective as a coach of the team in that it's always your fault, not the dog's fault. Pup is typically trying to do the best he can given his training experience and the environment. For example, Pup sits perfectly in the house, but Pup seems to forget his training when outside and a squirrel is barking at him. The environment has changed and it's a much more exciting environment so Pup does not sit on command. The solution is as a coach, you need to gradually increase the excitement level instead of such a huge jump in the excitement level. Number 10, instead of gradually building on success, repeating challenging pup and creating failures because the challenge level is too high. For example, pup eagerly retrieves a paint roller thrown down the hallway two times, but on a third time, he loses interest. It's your fault as a coach for not stopping with success after throwing two times down the hallway. Remember, your pup is just a baby and typically they have a short attention span. You're building your retriever for 10 to 15 years of teamwork, so very gradually build that pup with successive successful training sessions. I like to train just before each feeding session with a two-minute timer. You'll be amazed how much your pup can learn after a month of these two-minute training sessions.